0: Hey, it's John Strassi here. Welcome to the Sower Seeds podcast. And um, today we're going to go over a lot of what we were going over in the first episode that I did about um, the Seeds of Hope. And um, this is kind of a part two, and I'm going to give you some more scriptures and things, but I want to zero in on something um, that I think is a source of misunderstanding. We talk a lot about the imagination and our inner thoughts. Um, and sometimes I think people are a little bit uh, unclear about you know what is my heart, what is my mind, what is my spirit and these things. And I'm not going to go into a, a full thing about that today. I just want you to, to understand the part of you that we're talking about when we say um, you need to exercise a positive um, imagination or a positive picture of what's in your heart and you know the question is well where is that part of me that does it it's the part of you that you're used to worrying in you're used to that most people are most people are are afraid they're worried they're concerned and they could do that all day long and they can go to work and worry they can go do things and still be worrying in the background because in their heart that's where that worry or fear is and that's the very same part of you that we're talking about about your imagination and um, or what you see or what you picture, no matter how you want to call it, that's what we're talking about, that part of you. And that part of you has a very strong effect on you. If you're worried about something in particular and you remain that way, you're really kind of growing a crop. You're sowing seeds of worry in your heart and you're concentrating on it, you're watering it, you're just supporting it, and eventually, that crop of whatever you're worried about is going to start growing in your life and you don't want that and you have been liberated see i think some people identify we have we live in an unusual time when we have this identity issue and um, i'm not going to get into all that today other than to say you have an identity of your own and it could be a positive one or a negative one and it's really important to identify in christ people today are identifying in natural things um and that's maybe has some place but it's been over it's been over amped i think and we are not uh, as christians we have to identify in christ actually and that's a far greater thing so no matter who you are what you are where you came from your age or your your gender or anything like that you're identifying in Christ and that's really really important and I would recommend if you don't know how uh, to do that or if you don't know who you are in Christ I would really recommend reading this the small letters like uh, Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians and things get in there and soak it up Um, and I hope someday to, to, to get into that but today I still want you to see what we're talking about when we're talking about this imagination and uh, what we think in our heart. And um, there's that famous verse, it's Proverbs 23 and 7, and people use it a lot. Um, It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And basically what that's saying is, and some people take it out of context, but the truth still remains, this is true. Uh, As we think in our own hearts, we tend to, to, to live that way. If we think as failures, we see a lot of failure in our life. And if we have a bad opinion of ourselves, it's not going to do us any favors to have that in our heart. And what we need to do is replace that. We need to place, replace that. And the only thing you can really replace that with successfully is truth. And it's got to be God's truth. And that's what we're talking about. That's why this podcast is even called The Sower Seeds. Because without that, without sowing seeds in your heart, without that, you don't have anything really. You may have received Christ as your Savior, and you believe in him, and you're going to enter into heaven You know, when you leave this earth. You may have that, and that's awesome, and that's great, and I'm grateful for that. But the Lord does want you to prosper on this earth. He wants you to do well in all the things that he's got for you. He may have a job, a ministry, a work for you to do. And it can be anything. It could be great, it could be small. But he's given you that and he wants you to to know who you are and who you are is in him. Paul talked about this all the time. That Paul diminished his, his self and Christ was in him. He could do all things Through Christ. That's what he said. And this is how he lived. And this is what he's saying we should do as well. We should live that way. And we have truth. And one of the great things I have seen in all this is that when we, I said it in the last podcast, that when we understand something, we see it. It could be a a math equation and we don't get it for a period of time. Then all of a sudden we get it and we see it. And we, we often even explain it that way. I see it. I see it. And this part of you that this has this photograph inside that you see this picture or this movie that plays whatever you want to say. That's the part of you that's going to drive you. That's the part of you that's going to affect your life. And again, if you're thinking bad news. Then you're going to have a problem. Also, to identify that place where you imagine, I hate to put it this way, but I'm going to for now because you're, you'll know what I'm saying. Imagine if somebody came to you and gave you terrible news of some sort, and how you respond, and where you look inside yourself, and how you feel, and the pictures that you all of a sudden create, and, and the drama. That's the part of you we're talking about that imagines something, that pictures something. Now, turn that over. we got to turn that over. And now we get good news. Isn't it amazing that we talk about bad news all the time. We've got it on the radio, the TV, and everywhere else. But the good news comes from Christ. God sent his son because he loved you. He loved you. That's why he sent his son to take our punishment and to take away our sins, to give us a new life. You're a new creature. In fact, it says that 2 Corinthians is, is a great place to see that. of Chapter 5 and 17, it says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's awesome. And all things have passed away, and behold, in other words, and look and see, all things have become new and what he's saying is you are totally a new creature and you may not feel it and we'll get into a lesson about that some but in your spirit you're whole you're full you're complete it's your soul and your body and your behavior and your mind and and your heart is is in the process of developing and changing that's why Paul talked about the renewing of the mind so when we renew our mind the lord is saying To you, daughter, son, you've always thought that you're a failure. But in me, you're not a failure anymore. And you have to forget that you were a failure and see that you are not a failure now. He's given you life. He's given you life. And there's a really awesome scripture that has been with me through most of my Christian life. And it's in Proverbs, and it's chapter 4 and 7. And this is something I want you to just grab and hold on forever. It says this. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Let me paint a picture of that for you you're sitting down and you're listening to a message just like this one or you're in church you've gone to a conference and somebody says something awesome and there's something that gets said that sticks with you it just it just stands out that's something you got but this scripture is saying in all that you get now get understanding. We often leave a meeting, a church, or a conference, or whatever it is you've done, even a podcast like this, and you walk away, and you've received something happily, and the the seeds of hope and good are in your heart, but then we walk away, and we just kind of forget they're there, and we don't stay with it. We don't meditate on it. We don't picture it. Look, if there's a great truth that you have seen in the Bible in your time of prayer and study, let that thing soak into your heart and let it stay there. See it as seeds that you've put in your garden. You can't just seed something, just kind of walk away. You have to water it and you have to tend to it. And this is what the Power of the Sower is about. This is why I even call this podcast, The Sower's Seeds. Without this concept... You're not going to do well without the concept of sowing seeds and letting those grow and not letting anything interfere with it, worry or fear. That's what this is about. That's what we're talking about. And when you picture anything, if you read the story of David and Goliath, if you read the the woman with the issue of blood, she had a hemorrhage, her whole life she was hemorrhaging. Her whole life, and and or the majority of her life, and she was broke because of the the medical expenses, and she was pushed out of society because back then they they didn't want somebody like that around. And that woman, after all these years, pictured something in her heart when she heard about Jesus. She pictured that if she would. Go and touch the hem of his garment. She was going to be all right. And she said it too. She pictured it and she said it. And she went and did it. And she was liberated from the thing that held her down year after year. And she was free. And you know what Jesus said to her? Daughter. Can you imagine how she felt when he said that? Daughter. You're made whole. Your faith made you whole and this is where i started with this teaching in the last segment it was faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen but i'm focusing on faith is the substance of things you hope for and that word hope identifies everything we've just been talking about for the last few minutes your imagination the picture in your heart when you hope something You're picturing it in your heart. That's what hope is. You hope for something. You feel it. You can taste it. You can smell it. And you can picture it. And you're you're like a camera. You take a picture of something and eventually that's what you're going to print. And if you take a picture of something terrible, you're going to print a terrible print. If you take a picture of the truth of God's word and you plant that in your heart and give it time. People don't give God's Word time in their own hearts. That's what the parable of the sower is about again. That's, I'm going to do a whole series on that. I have to, that's what this is about. That, that seed of God's Word falls on different types of hearts. And a lot of hearts receive God's Word happily. I think the majority of Christians are that way, but they get busy or they get worried or they get concerned and they lose it. It doesn't grow. Because it doesn't get the option to grow, it's like we we pull the seeds back out with worry. We can't do that. So there's a there's an amazing scripture. Uh, it's in Philippians, and, and most of you probably even know it. Um, but it's Philippians four, and um, it's six through nine. It says, "Be anxious." For nothing. That really means be worried about nothing. Now Paul is telling us something here when it comes to what's in our hearts. He's saying in your heart and in your minds, don't worry about anything. That's a tall order. But it can only be possible, I should say, if God's word is in you in such a way as you truly believe that he's taking care of you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in need. That's that's a verse that should be in the core of your heart, not just in your mind, only like surface level. It should be in your deep thought. It should be in your imagination. What would happen if you took that verse, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, or another verse that says, who shall I be afraid of? Or, or, or of what, you know, what should I be, be afraid of? Any verse, anything, you could, and you camped on that thing for weeks and you got it in your heart, and you would just look at it again, and you would pray, and you said, Lord, put this in my heart. You will change. You will be another person. That is the renewing of your mind. It's the renewing of your heart. It's the renewing of your soul. That's why John said, you know, his his greatest wish was that they would prosper and be in good health as their soul was prospering. John identified that to us, that our soul needs to prosper. And when our soul, which is our heart and our mind and this whole part of us that feels and sees, and that's our, that's our soul. And that's the part that needs to be renewed. And that's the part that worries and that's the part that's afraid. But that is the part that can also receive God's word as a seed and let it grow. If you're sowing faith in your heart, you're going to reap faith. If you're sowing fear seeds in your heart, you're going to reap fear fruit. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're not a Christian. But it does mean you're not living abundantly like God. God's word is abundant. It's a seed. Everything you read, it's a seed. Plant it in your heart. And going back to this verse in Philippians, which I think is now a better time to talk about, it says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And leave it there. And it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We've been talking about the heart and mind here the whole time. And look at this, the next verse. And finally, brethren, look at this you gotta read this this is Philippians four six through nine this is this is important you gotta you gotta bookmark this and stay in this stay in it. finally brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy. Meditate on these things. Another verse says, think on these things. But the the word meditate or think is referring to deep thought. Not a casual, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I, I got it. We're very guilty of that as a society. Yeah, yeah, I read that, I got it. That's not how we function. We don't just read it and got it. If you don't plant this seed in your heart and give it time to grow, you're going to lose it. You're going to read something one day or get a message and it'll be great and you'll go home. You'll be happy as all can be and you'll be excited. A week later, you won't even remember it. You've got to get it into your heart and let it stay there. Camp on it. Live in it. Soak in it. And if there's a verse or something that the Lord's been showing you again and again and again, over the last year or two or three or four, go back to that thing and say, Lord, what are you trying to show me? And stay in it. Don't look at it for 20 minutes and walk away. Meditate on it. And that thing will change your life. I was listening to somebody who was saying he, he was reading a verse in uh, Ephesians. And he stayed on the verse for a year. And the only other verses he read was in relation to that verse. But it changed his life. We think that bulk knowledge is going to help us as Christians. It would be better to get one thing down pat, I mean, in your heart so much so that there's no question that it's true in your mind. This is the part of you that we're talking about when we're talking about the seeds of hope. It means the word of God gives you hope. And it means that you can believe what you read. God is the same now as he was all along, anything you read in the Bible, especially look at the New Testament, the example of Jesus. That's what God the Father wanted you to see, the example of Jesus, because that example was the exact representation of God the Father. Look at those things and see anything you read in the New Testament. Just, just It can be the whole Bible, obviously, but I, I'm pointing to the New Testament because of the new covenant and the new promises, and this is, these are the things that Christians really, really need to know you're not condemned anymore you're not you're not hated anymore some people may hate you but god doesn't hate you he never did actually that you're at peace with god and you receive christ in your heart you're at peace with god wouldn't it be great if you really really knew that that your righteousness comes through faith if you really knew that and really knew that you are a new creature. These things matter. So when you walk out your door, you are walking as a new creature in Christ, as a new person, as a new creation, not the same old person you were 10 years ago. Something that you might even feel shame over. Even that, you can just drop it. And I know those things now because I've been focused on those things for so long. They're real to me. It's not just head knowledge, it's heart. So these are the things I'm trying to share. I'm going to come to a close on this segment. And I'm, I'm just so thankful I was able to share this with you. And I'm grateful for you to come and listen and spend time uh, with us here. And I'm just grateful and stay in these things, get these verses and read them, stay in them and just follow. The, the, the lead of the Holy Spirit as he just guides you into, into the good things that he wants you to see. God bless you. Thank you for coming by. We'll see you next time.